Hello, you're listening to a Medieval Madness podcast. To see the accompanying visuals, please check out our YouTube channel. Cheers! At its heart, this tale is a medieval mystery, which sadly involved the death of two children. Innocent boys who found themselves at the mercy of the politics, plotting, and greed of two competing royal houses. Henry II of England ascended the throne in 1154, and is considered to be the first Plantagenet king. Essentially, two houses descended from the Plantagenets, the House of York and the House of Lancaster. It was the rivalry between these two branches that brought about the War of the Roses, a bloody civil war and fight for the English throne that lasted for over 30 years. The war claimed the lives of 12 princes, 200 nobles, about 100,000 commoners and gentry, and wiped out two generations of the lines of Warwick and Somerset. In fact, by the final battle at Bosworth Field in 1485, all the males from both houses were dead. The English Middle Age was over, and a new Tudor Age was ushered in. But let's travel back in time and look at the princes in the tower the mystery of what happened to King Edward IV's sons. Welcome to Medieval Madness. The Cousins' War Succession to the English throne was crazy in the 15th century. When Edward III had died in 1377, there was a mad scramble for power. Of his 13 children, eight had made it to adulthood, meaning that he had left a legacy of many blood relatives ready to try and claim control after his death. Henry Bolingbroke was the first to have a go. He was the son of John of Gaunt, Edward's fourth surviving son. In 1399, he ousted his childless cousin, King Richard II, and murdered him making himself Henry IV and founding the House of Lancaster. His son, Henry V, was a much-loved king and a fierce warrior, defeating the French at the Battle of Agincourt in 1415. But he died young, leaving the kingdoms of England and France in an unstable position, as his son and heir, Henry VI, was only a baby. Then came the Beauforts. The Dukes of Somerset also descended from John of Gaunt, but this time from his third wife and Richard, Duke of York, another grandson of Edward III from his son, Edmund, being the Mortimer claim to the throne. The causes for the Civil War, or the Cousins' War, which later became known as the War of the Roses, a term made popular by Sir Walter Scott in the early 18th century, were diverse. And it wasn't just about succession to the throne, it was about a weak king, a weak government, overpowerful nobles, and the loss of French lands. All of this blew up into a war during the 1450s. By 1453, Henry VI's ineptitude for ruling was obvious. He had some form of mental break, and was completely withdrawn for 15 months. This gave rise to power-grabbing at court. On one side, Queen Margaret of Anjou and the Lancastrian Beauforts, and on the other side, Richard the Duke of York and the Nevilles. Richard Neville being the Yorkist Earl of Warwick, who later became known as the Kingmaker. York tried to take the throne, but was killed at the Battle of Wakefield in 1460. His head was displayed on a pike at Micklegate Bar in York, by the victorious Lancastrians. Then, within weeks of York's death, his eldest son became King Edward IV, after a decisive win at the Battle of Towton in 1461, which was probably the bloodiest battle ever fought on English soil. It's thought that up to 28,000 men died that day as the 18-year-old Edward claimed the crown. But then, after a reign of almost 22 years, King Edward IV became ill, 
and on the 9th of April 1483 he died from an unknown illness, naming his eldest son Edward as heir to the throne. The boy's care was to be entrusted to, quote, our dearest wife, the Queen, and he named his brother Richard, Duke of Gloucester, as protector of the realm. Sanctuary The Queen and her Lancastrian family, the Woodvilles, wanted the 12-year-old Edward crowned immediately. Richard was 200 miles away at Middleham Castle in York and was not officially informed of his brother's death, but rumour soon reached him that the Queen and her party meant to oust him from power. With orders from the Queen to quickly bring the Prince of Wales, now King Edward V, back to London on 24th of April 1483, Edward left Ludlow Castle with his uncle, Anthony Woodville Earl, the Queen's brother, Edward's half-brother, Sir Richard Grey, and Sir Thomas Vaughan under an armed guard of 2,000 men. But Gloucester and the Duke of Buckingham intercepted them, and with an entourage of just 600 men, Richard arrested the escorts and took the young king under his own authority and protection. The Queen fled to Westminster Abbey, where she claimed sanctuary for herself and her five daughters, Thomas Grey, who was one of her sons from her first marriage, her brother Lionel, and Richard the Duke of York, aged nine, her youngest son and brother to the 12-year-old Edward V. On the morning of the 4th of May, Edward V was escorted into London by his uncle Richard of Gloucester and the Duke of Buckingham, who presented the boy king to the cheering crowds. According to tradition, a monarch was required to reside at the Tower of London before he was crowned, so Edward was taken to the sumptuous royal apartments there. The 24th of June was set as a date for the king's coronation. On the 16th of June, the Queen handed her youngest son Richard over to the care of his uncle so that he could attend the coronation of his brother. But sometime over the next four days, Gloucester indefinitely postponed the ceremony. Rumour had always swirled around the validity of Edward IV and Elizabeth Woodville's marriage. It was believed that the king was pre-contracted earlier to another woman, which would make his marriage to Elizabeth illegal, and any offspring that they had together illegitimate. On the 22nd of June, the day that should have been Edward's coronation, the congregants at the open-air pulpit of St. Paul's Cross attended a sermon which claimed that the children of Edward and Elizabeth were conceived in adultery, and that Richard, Duke of Gloucester, was the legitimate heir to the throne. The Bad Uncle on the 25th of June, Gloucester had Earl Rivers, Sir Richard Grey, and Sir Thomas Vaughan executed on charges of treason against the Lord Protector. His propaganda had worked, and a day later, Parliament petitioned Richard to take the throne, and despite his claim being questionable, he was crowned on the 6th of July. The magnificent ceremony was said to be one of the most splendid of all coronations in England, but where were the two young princes? Richard knew that the boys posed a security risk to his reign and could be the probable focus of a rebellion. There were whisperings to the south and west of England. From her sanctuary, the Queen, along with her brothers, and with help from other Lancastrians and Yorkists loyal to Edward, were plotting to rescue the princes. Kept under special guard at the tower, one plan was to divert his jailers by setting a fire. But the scheme failed. On the 17th of July, Richard employed Sir Robert Brackenbury as constable of the tower. His special responsibility was for the safekeeping of the princes, so we can assume that they were still alive at the time. Then over the summer, the boys were seen less and less, until they were never seen again. Rumours soon started to circle that they had been murdered, but by whom? The Tudor statesman and author, Sir Thomas More, claims that King Richard rode away from London to give himself an alibi. 
There he met a man named John Green, who he specially trusted. He gave Green a letter to take to Constable Brackenbury that demanded he put the two children to death. Apparently horrified, he refused, but sadly the two little princes were never seen alive again. The Skeleton in the Car Park In September of 1483, an uprising began to return Edward V to the throne. It was not known whether the boy was even alive at that point, and as an alternative, the Welsh Lancastrians and the Woodvilles were happy to have Henry Tudor as king instead. Tudor had promised to marry Elizabeth of York, the eldest sister, to the princes. King Richard's allies deserted him. Even the Duke of Buckingham switched sides, although he was captured and beheaded. Richard was killed by Henry's forces at the Battle of Bosworth Field on the 22nd of August, 1485. He was the last English king to be killed in battle. His skeleton was discovered in 2012 beneath a modern-day car park in the city of Leicester that had once been the site of Greyfriars Churchyard. His remains showed where he had been mortally wounded on the battlefield. Mitochondrial DNA taken from a Canadian descendant of Richard's sister, Anne of York, proved that the skeleton was indeed the last Plantagenet ruler. He was reburied in Leicester Cathedral in a service officiated by the Archbishop of Canterbury and attended by British royalty. The Skeletons in the Chest the Chapel of St. John the Evangelist is on the upper floors of the White Tower within the Tower of London Fortress, and there was a spiral staircase leading to it, which has now been walled up. It was at the bottom of this staircase that workmen found a wooden chest in 1674. Two small skeletons were discovered inside the chest, one taller, laying on its back, the other smaller, face down on top of the other. These skeletons had pieces of rag and velvet about them. King Charles II ordered that the remains should be examined by the royal surgeon and a group of qualified experts. They all agreed that the bones were those of the two princes. In 1678, Charles instructed Sir Christopher Wren, the designer of St. Paul's Cathedral, to deliver a white marble coffin to place the two princes in for a burial. The bones were interred at Westminster Abbey. In 1933, George V bound to popular demand and had the bones re-examined by a prominent physician and a professor of dental surgery. The skeletons were found to be incomplete, but it was established that the taller one was about 4 foot 10 inches and aged between 12 to 13, and the smaller was 4 foot 6 and a half inches and aged 9 to 11. In the September of 1483, Edward was just two months away from his 13th birthday, and his younger brother would have been 10. So it is more than likely that the bones found are those of King Edward V and his younger brother, Richard, the Duke of York. The cause of their deaths remain unknown. Who done it? There is a problem with the story of Richard III in that historical accounts are often influenced by the time period in which they are written. Most sources concerning Richard III are post-Tudor and therefore heavily prejudiced against him such as those written by Moore, who served under Henry VIII as Chancellor and had an obvious bias. No one knows whether Richard III killed his nephews himself or had someone else kill them on his behalf. Could it have been Constable Brackenbury, John Green, or the once loyal Duke of Buckingham? It's hard to imagine that one of his subjects would have the audacity to murder the princes without his knowledge. Although there are lots of clues as to what happened to the brothers in 1483, it is likely that all the evidence has already been uncovered, meaning that we will probably never really know the truth. 
There will always be disagreement between those that think the princes were murdered by their uncle, King Richard III, and those who don't. The Richard III Society has existed since 1924 and tries to ensure a more considered view of the much maligned king. Thank you for watching this episode of Medieval Madness. Please do subscribe if you enjoy the content as we release a new video every week. Cheers.